Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim. And today we are going to discuss This is Our Place. Uh, this is the next book in our books around the world. We are still in South America and we are talking about a book from Brazil. It is by Vitor Martins. And I apologize if I say Vitor wrong. Uh, and it was published in 2022 by Push Publications. Vitter works as an author and illustrator. This is his second book, with the first one being Here This Whole Time. As for the plot, this one is a whole whopping sentence description. Uh, three generations of teens explore their sexual identity while living in the same house in three different decades. So. I think be all imperative. Sarah, what did you think of this book? What did you think of the plot? It's fine. That's I mean, it, it delivers it. exactly what it says on the <laughs> on the tin. Is it what you expected it to be? Did you enjoy it? Um, yes and no, because I, in terms of di- what, oh, fuck me away. <sighs> in terms of what I expected, um, kind of, I thought either because I had forgotten or never really read the description, I thought it was more one family, just multiple generations, and that it would cover um, like a different age, like various age range of characters, not just three teenagers um, who were unrelated. So in that aspect, I was like, oh, okay. Didn't have a problem with it. It just wasn't really what I was gearing up for as I you know opened it but um but yeah I mean it did go over a brief moment of their lives during these decades and um I mean it's not exciting obviously if you're looking for edge of your seat excitement you're not going to find this particularly thrilling (laughs) um but if you're just looking for like a comfort read or something that's easy um and i do sometimes seek out stories like this but (laughs) more so in fanfic where it's easier to find but um so for me it was just like okay that's that's enjoyable was it what i was really looking for i'm not sure but it was fine okay him what did you think of the plot i thought it was i'm trying to find the right adjective um terribly boring i i (laughs) i I had to drag myself through every word of this book um yeah i didn't enjoy it even a little bit it was yeah i wanted out of those people that well elephant in the room i wanted out of that house's head so badly i couldn't stand it and i just hated the fact that i was stuck listening to a house talk about other things it was driving me insane um as i said in a text message if my house is this boring i'm moving out um yeah i i didn't i didn't care for it okay I was in a similar boat. I 
and particularly when it comes to the plot, my struggle was is because it was from the house perspective, we only got to see the things that were happening in the house. And so, like, every time it got remotely interesting for the characters, they would leave the house. And then the house had to tell us what happened based off of what the house assumed happened from overhearing conversations. And so this plot is so much telling. There is not a whole lot of doing or showing. It is the house telling us what it perceives about humans. And its perception is not always consistent. And this is not my favorite kind of unreliable narrator. I want to be clear. Is it an unreliable narrator? Yes. Was it well executed? I don't think so. But we'll get into mechanics a little bit further. In terms of the plot, I felt like there, there wasn't... There really wasn't a plot. It just, like... Like, I got to the end of the book, and it's like, oh... There wasn't this, like, big resolution. They just existed. So. It's kind of like a coming-of-age, slice-of-life sort of deal. It's not going to be the kind of story where you have a villain. Um, I'm not... Oh, well, yeah, the book told us that. It literally tells you this is not the kind of... Uh, this is not the kind of story that has a villain, um, which annoyed the hell out of me. But there's still, like... Like, if we were to compare this, the, the closest thing that I could compare it to that we have read is Aristotle and Dante discover the universe. I still felt like we got development from characters and the plot in Aristotle and Dante discover the universe. The families grew, they changed, the relationships expanded, and we felt that change. Here, you're told that change. You're told that the aunt starts to like Greg and wants him to stay. You're not really shown it. I disagree because I feel like you see their actions and how they talk to each other. You see them changing and developing. I, yeah, no, I didn't feel like I was seeing them changing. I feel like the house was telling me how I should perceive how they were changing. I don't feel like I saw in their actions any perception, particularly because most of it was just conversation. There wasn't, like, detailed description of their actions. Right, but, so. like, the choices that they make and the things that they do and the way they talk to each other, but, you know. But the house is telling you that the entire time. I don't no, I didn't ever feel like I was getting to know those characters. I felt like I was getting to know what the house thought these people were. Mm. So that that was my opinion. So I did not I did not enjoy the plot at all. I read it. Uh, I probably after the third time of the house cracking a joke and being like, but I would know I would know because I'm a house. I wanted to put it down. I only finished it because I had to. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That was my feelings on the plot. Uh, any other things that you guys want to say about the plot? I don't think so. can't think of anything. Okay. So what do you rate the plot, Sarah? six 
Six. Okay. Kim? Give me a minute. I've got to pull up the thing. Yeah, I kind of got to pull it up, too, to remind myself. <laughs> Make I sure I still had it open on a tab, but yeah, that's why I was quiet for a second. I was going over to that chart. I'm like, I need to make sure I'm being fair about this, so. I'm going to go with three and a half based on the chart. Let's see here. Okay, so you said three and a half. Let's see, 3.5. All right, let me, let me think here. Was your net reaction to this thing negative? Yes. Was it just dull overall or genuinely unpleasant? It hurt me. Okay, I give it a two. It did. There were a couple of times where it made me laugh out loud, um, but otherwise, it's a two for me. <laughs> okay, so then we have the char main characters, which I think I view it as the three key teens. Yeah. Of course, I have to now remember their names, and I will be honest, I did not hold a lot of information from this book. Uh, can you remind me of their names, Anna. Sarah? Anna, Anna, I'm not sure. Um, Beto, Beto, and Greg. Greg. I Greg. Okay. So Kim, what were your thoughts on our start? main? Yeah, okay, I didn't want to. You know, I started last. I know, no, no. Tell me, Greg is the one that was the middle the one. Store? Video store. Yes. Okay, and then Beto is the one that had the sister. Photographer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anna's um, the girl. Anna's, well, yeah, I figured that one out. Thank you. <laughs> Get it all straight in my brain. Um, actually, I I kind of liked these three characters. Um, I, this is, I don't know where this is going to fall into. A lot of my problem with it is that they had so much support that it seemed kind of unrealistic that that every single one of them would have had that support and where they might not have gotten support it was outside of the home so we weren't really getting an insight into the reality of being gay and coming out especially across the different generations in yeah. um in in 2020 when the when covid's happening that one doesn't surprise me as much as the first two and how much support they were getting within the home particularly anna i i i would have thought that her father would have had a bit more difficult time with it but again that's not how it was written that wasn't you know that wasn't my choice um but that doesn't mean i didn't like her i i did like her um i think i liked um greg's story the the best of the three i i thought that one was the most um interesting to hear i don't know if i'm addressing things just so you guys know my brain is is not functioning well today it hasn't been it's okay all day i'm having a hard time but um so i like him the best of the three but i like all three of them as far as as characters i thought they were pretty well developed now the house is a character I... oh i guess we should treat the care i mean the house is the fourth main character i didn't um, like the house the is house it is... though i mean like it's not like it has development or anything it's just there to be the observer yeah 
Just we'll leave it. Them. We'll discuss it in mechanics then. It is okay. a or okay. style. One of okay. those we will leave to the house because. Okay. I'll leave it at that then. Okay. Sarah, what did you think of the main characters? Um, uh, I liked them actually. I I liked Anna. Anna. Know how to pronounce it? I'm just gonna say it twice every time. Um, I think it was Anna in the audio book. In the audio book, yeah. Okay. Um, but I did like her, and I liked Greg. Uh, actually, I don't know if it was Beto or just his storyline. I didn't like him as much, to be honest. Of the three, um, I don't know why though. Maybe I don't know. He felt the most relatable to me in some ways for some reason not for some reason it's because he was kind of annoyed with the people in his house and <laughs> just trapped in just... the house in the pandemic which would be the most recent thing that we can but, all relate to yeah i mean there's that although it's like although for me the pandemic like being trapped inside the house is like amazing best well, you moment out by then so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and it was just like oh my gosh so much isolation it was amazing um i loved it too so yeah yeah so but yeah i don't know something about him just didn't really click um but i liked i feel like he acted a lot younger than he was supposed to be i feel like he was written younger than what he was like i it started out where i was under the impression that like he was just about to be going away to college but then as he continued to be written more and more he felt closer to being like a 15 year old than say a 17 year old to me uh i don't know in terms of like what he stressed about and stuff well like if you're comparing him to like a 17 year old fantasy protagonist who is like an an adult that's like 30 years old in their actions mm-hmm. and behaviors then yeah but like an actual kid in high school I don't, I don't know it's it's been a while and i was also never a teenage boy so i i don't know um but like it didn't i don't know i don't think he felt younger to me or immature like that was the problem with aristotle and dante i do remember that is that they felt way too young for their age i didn't really get that sense from Beto. i just didn't like as much i don't know didn't hate him okay (laughs) definitely the weakest of the three and then um yeah i liked anna which i was kind of surprised about i wasn't expecting to like her because i just don't typically like the female protagonists but um no i got really invested in her story i liked the whole 2000 time frame made me nostalgic even though i can't really remember that time period very well um but I did, I did like Greg the best as a character, and and his storyline, except for the film club part of it. Um, I, I just, I'm not a big fan of those story, um, those plot lines where it's like, do this silly activity to save a failing business or whatever. So, that little bit of it, I was kind of rolling my eyes over, but yeah. Otherwise, they're pretty good. Okay. I... I don't know how I felt about... Yeah, I was thinking, because I was like, like, how do I actually feel about these characters? 
Um, I mean, probably verging between indifferent and hatred, um, if I had to guess. No, no, there wasn't even hatred. Like, so, Beto, I just, like, I don't know. He felt like he was written younger than I think he was supposed to be, to me. Um, and, like, the least stakes were involved with his. Like, in terms true. of, in, like, in terms of a relationship and stuff, it, it almost felt like I got to the end of it and I was like, he was only included in order to give us the endings of the other two. Hmm. The only way we could validly be like, what, how do we know what happens to Anna and Greg is if Beto is the one who goes, and then I found them. And this is how we know where they ended up and who they're with. Um, Anna. Anna, I oscillated with. And part of that is because I wasn't a teen in 2000. I was what? Uh, I was 11? 12? You were born in 1989. Yeah. So in 2000, you'd been like I would have been 10. I would have been 10 New Year's. Oh, yeah. New Year's. Yeah. I was like, well, you've yeah. been 10 yeah. for like half of it. Yeah. And then I was like a New Year's so 10. So I would have been 10. So I was probably about five years younger than her um, in terms of her five, six years younger than her in terms of her age and experience and then my high school experience. Um, and obviously, I was not in Brazil. <laughs> um and so like there were certain elements that like i could recall like you know having a walkman and like having to like share it with others in order to be able to hear the music and having the cds and having your collection of cds that you know you loved and you didn't want to like others to know what cds you had or didn't have because you were worried they would judge you for the cds because i will say in the early aughts i don't know if it's still the case but like teens during that time were like really judgmental about music i have like significant memories of like I'm, people. i'm pretty sure music. they still are yeah I, I think so too i don't know for sure i just know that i had people like if i did not correctly label the kind of music i was listening to they would shoot me down so fucking hard that it is a core embarrassment memory in my brain that mm -hmm. i can recall the exact sensation when i was like oh i like these bands They're like that's not that kind of music it's like i don't I'm like 12, 13 in a French class. I don't fucking, I can't break it down by genre. I can tell you what I like and what I think are the genres I like. That doesn't mean that who I like and the genres completely match up. But I had older kids who were just like vicious about it. Um, so the whole idea that she has an CD and she doesn't want to discuss it. And then she's, you know, got these other ones that she really loves, but she doesn't want her parents to know about. Like, I can relate to that. Um. I don't what know that it, you hide from me. Oh, I didn't hide music from you. It, <laughs> I was gonna say, but like, it, more the hiding music from like what you listen to versus what your friends expect you to listen to, and like having know, your little case of CDs or like the song that you would have to pick. You know, the CD you would have to pick for the bus ride to school, um, and like, is this the song? The songs I really want to listen to all day. And how do I then, like, if someone else wants to hear my music, justify why I picked that for that day? Uh, I think I only had on... one CD in 2000. <laughs> you? Yeah. 
I think I had a decent number of them. We are a very music-oriented family. Yeah. Not that any of us play instruments or sing or do any of that stuff, but listening to music is something that we have always done. Always. Go to concerts, yes. listen to music. Yeah, it's... I was yeah. going to say, I I remember I was probably one of the few people, like, I was one of the first few people to have a Walkman. Um, I don't remember ever buying a Walkman. Even No, I, I had, even I had a CD I player. Remember. No, no, I had a CD, CD player. CD player and a Walkman are two different things. No, I not that I'm, nearly... like, nitpicking. No, Walkmans are with cassettes. No, 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 no. There yeah, was a brand. There are CDs that, CD players that were, Walkman was a brand. Okay. I had a CD player that said Walkman on it. Um, it was blue and silver. I remember it distinctly. I feel like and... I had one too that was like orange and it skipped all the time. Yeah. You had Technology a, you had is like, so great. You had to like specially fold your earphones a particular way and you had to hold the, the CD player a particular way because like if you tilted it too far, the laser couldn't read the CD and so it would start skipping or pausing and it would make a sound. Yeah, I totally remember that. Um, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so like you know I, I could relate to Anna in terms of like being close to proximity and I knew slightly older kids that like would have been listening to the same music same dressing and stuff as her um, but like in terms of her story and, and this is where her and I differ is she, she was so upset about moving and like I couldn't relate to that. I couldn't relate to having lived yeah, in one place my you entire moved all the I know. fucking time. I know. You have no sentimentality for places. No, I don't. Um, I have sent sentimentality for every place that I've lived. There can be there can be a difference between the two. Now, having a desire yeah. to live in one location, um, I have no desire for that. I can't imagine these people who've had like six generations of family born in the same room because that's like weird to me. Um, it seems so gross. I don't know. <laughs> but I have sentimentality about every place that we have lived. I, I mean, have we just memories. Mike and I were I just, just in England and went and looked at our old houses um, mm. and went, oh, remember, 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 and drove around the neighborhood and went, oh my God, nothing like this looks the same anymore. But um, yeah. <laughs> We do, we do have sentimentality. It's just an ease to let go and move on to the next sentimental yeah. thing. Moving was stressful, but not like something I dreaded. Because um, I do get anxiety about moving. Um, what? Amber anxiety? I know. But yeah, so I couldn't relate to, to that element of her, her story. Um. And I think I liked Greg the best. If I liked any of them, like, I wish it could have been just Greg's story. But I think I liked the portion of Greg's story for the found family elements that were going on. Um, and honestly, like, when it got to the end of the book and they were discussing how each character's, like, situation resolved, I was honestly a bit angry about his um why because he and tiago had to fit together oh, oh there okay. was that the insult about the library science but him and tiago had separated and like we were just getting to see them like 
coming back together. And I was like, really? Really? The only one who I wanted to actually know how their relationship turns out in the long term? And your solution is, oh, well, you know, we kind of fell apart and now we're kind of flirting with each other again in a weird, like, nod to the Orlando situation. And I was just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Um, so, that was my feelings. And then, yes, they insulted library science. And at that point, I was just like, I, I'm done. I'm done. Technically, Keanu the dog did, but, you know. <sighs> I didn't think it was that bad of an insult, but whatever. I know, right? It's like, I don't but, remember. The but I saw that and I was like, "Ooh, Amberly's going to take that so personally." No, it was more like at that point I was so over it, and I was really uh, okay. It's a mechanic thing. I will get there. I will get there. It's a mechanic thing, is it really? Uh, this having to switch fucking point of views for one fucking chapter in order to resolve your story we're is gonna a mechanical get there. thing. Get, we're gonna get there. So. I had to listen about that damn dog for several hours, Sarah. You're going to have oh. to listen to it, too. <laughs> okay, so, oh, Sarah, what do you rate the character, main characters? Let me get back to the chart. <sighs> okay, well, I give it a four. Wait. Oh, okay. Amber's like, I'm ready. Yeah, oh, I knew. I like... Okay. I give him seven. Okay. Kim? Six. Okay. Secondary characters. So this is pretty much everybody else but the house. Who goes first? I'll go first. I... I... Going back to the whole full support thing, I thought they were a little bit un unrealistic. Um, it, it it all came across a little like Pollyanna-ish to me. Um, again, I I felt like what, what? Pollyanna. Oh God, is that a reference you guys don't know? Um, no clue. Seriously, well, I thought you were going to say polyamory. I was like, I don't think this no, is Pollyanna. <laughs> okay, there used to be a movie. Or a TV show uh, with a girl named Pollyanna, and everything was wonderful in her world. Everything was perfect. So if you say something is very like Pollyanna, it just means that everything's perfect. Um, it means you're old. It means I'm fucking old. Thank you. <laughs> I needed to be reminded that again today for the listen. So I were you in two thousand? <laughs> uh, well, Amber was born in eighty nine. Let's do a little bit of math. <laughs> She was about our age. Yep. Right? Yep. I don't know. Oh, damn. Um, well, I was born in 68. So you were 31 or 32? You yep. were born in 68? I was. So you're only a year older than my sister. You have a sister my age? She does. Well, I mean, she was born in 1969. Half-sister. That is weird. Sarah's parents. My dad are had her older. when he was older, and then he had me when he was older. Yeah, when he was in his forties versus like when he was twenty. So wow. Yeah, I made sure that didn't happen. I had a cousin that <laughs> uh, was born when her siblings were in their twenties, and it was just like that. That child in our very large family was very, very, very spoiled because she was the last of the grandchildren that were born. And she was born after a good number of the great-grandchildren were born. 
<laughs> but anyway, so they 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 uh they just they took there I needed some conflict and there was for it to be an interesting story and there was no conflict in this. I kept waiting for the fucking secretary to actually be hooking up with the father. I kept <laughs> I waiting like for it. I that's was what waiting. the thing is. I was waiting for something. Uh, yeah, I was. I was waiting for there to be some. Um, somebody was feeling trauma, and I can't remember which character it was. And I was waiting for there to have been some sort of sexual assault. Um, I was. I was just something. Something to um, add a little kick to this story because whoosh, there was none. It was, as you said, I guess you could look at it as a comfort read. Um, if you wanted to read something that was just low stakes, you know, low, low stakes. Waters. I mean, you're, some you're, people want low stakes fluff, you know, because yeah. their life has been going shit and they just don't yeah. want the stress of that in a book they're reading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I very rarely read for that. I don't know that I've ever read anything this low stakes before. I can't even. I mean, I, there are higher stakes in the cozy fantasies that I read. <laughs> you also only get a third of the book with each character. I feel like if he had focused on one character, he would have introduced more I depth so to what was going on. Because obviously, I the first story with that. Anna, it's like it's the uh, with Anna, it's the angst of like having to move, having to break up with the girlfriend, or figure out what's going on there with the girlfriend. Um, and so, you know, with a full book, you could have delved more into that. Um, with Greg, you could have put more emphasis family on trauma. the video store or, yeah, the family trauma. Because um, it's like, just a second. Sorry. His dad seems like, oh. Just, I, just a second. Sorry about that. Continue what you were saying, Sarah. Do you remember? Um, yeah, Greg, it was like, there's the video store issues, which they could have played up more, and the family thing. Like, his dad seemed like it was po he was probably a distant father in his life, so could have, I guess, played into that more. And his mom really, also didn't seem super close with him. Really thought um, there was going to be an affair angle going on there, because he was so obsessed with that woman. I thought we were going to find out that the aunt was actually his mother. I really wanted that to happen. I thought when that letter first came up, um, I th instead of it being a letter, when he was filling the piece of paper, I thought he was going to pull out his birth certificate. Oh, no. I totally that was like, as soon as... Yeah, but like... He's like, I found this letter. And I was like, oh, Anna wrote a letter. Well, yeah. Once I figured out it was a letter, I knew Anna wrote the letter. Except for I could never remember who was in what time frame. So I didn't know what order all of this was going yeah. in. Yeah. Um, uh. Yeah, but I really wanted the aunt to actually have been his his mother. Would have been too spicy. I know it would have been really spicy because she wouldn't have kept him because she didn't want a baby. But then once she got yeah. to know him as a teenager, she or whatever he was, young adult, yeah, um, she would have been. Oh wait a minute, I can actually like him. Um, I thought that would have been a really interesting story, but we didn't get that story. We did not. Any other thoughts on the second character? <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I didn't really even talk about them. I was just talking about oh, the ways that I guess you could have played up the uh, stakes. Um, no, I liked a number of the secondary characters. I liked Kelso. Um, the dad. Kelso? Anna's dad. Anna's 
dad oh. for reference. Um, oh, it's not it's not a k sound. That's what threw me off. Oh. It's a s sound, but I can't remember how it was said in the audiobook. Well, it looks like Kelso with a C. Um, so I don't know how to pronounce that in Portuguese, I guess. Without making it sound like Celsius or something. So um Celso. 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 It's Celso. So it is Celso. Okay, that's it is, yeah. Unexpected. Um, but I liked him. Portuguese. And yes. As Kim mentioned, it did seem too easy for these characters. Although again, I can also understand the desire, especially for a queer author, to not want to just have to write about queer trauma. Um for I didn't you have know. to have queer trauma. I just needed to have some reality. <laughs> Sorry. Um but I think it doesn't have to... to be traumatic for people to not support you if you can just make choices. I mean, I, I feel like having your parents not support you would be kind of traumatizing. At least I don't know. a I, smidge. I, I had my parents not support me in other ways, and I just decided in my life that I didn't give a fuck whether they supported my decisions <laughs> or not. But again, I'm a very practical human being. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, in any case, <laughs> in any case I, we'll I also feel like part of his nature about it was um, explained by the whole Orlando thing because he was friends in his college years. With I wanted him to be the person who Orlando wanted to be with. I also, yeah, I also kind of thought that it was going, see, there were these interesting things that if it had been a longer it's book or like, if each character got their own book, they could have played around with that or, more. Or it just would have added a little bit more something to it. Because it could have been that Orlando, like, he shows up at the bookstore and we find out that it's him and he's come back. Or the movie I store. Thought, and it's I him. I thought that was going to happen. I thought that was going to happen. And then you know, and and that his that yeah, that he was secretly gay, but he entered into a or bisexual. Yeah, did did a completely consensual heterosexual relationship had a daughter. You know, they, everybody makes choices, and right, wrong, or indifferent, you make your choices. And yeah, that I was would have been interesting. That, that would have been interesting. I just this book that would have been more interesting. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe the author did not go in that direction because he felt it would have been too much of a swear or like to take too much attention away from what he was trying to do with the, just the characters showing their growth but, and development by throwing those other elements in. Not that I agree with it because I do think it would have been more interesting, but I think he was trying to avoid going too deep on any one character. Yeah. Except for the fact that it would have made sense why when Anna, not to say that like, it can't make sense that a parent would just accept, accept their child's sexuality. But, like, if if her father had actually been bisexual and she's like, hey, by the way, this is my girlfriend, and him being so, okay, yeah, cool. If he himself was bisexual, it would have made sense. Like, okay, this is who you're you're in love with. That's cool. I made my choices. You make your choices. And then to find out that there was, like, this level of, like, this is a relationship that I, you know, talked myself out of. 10 15 years ago when it would have been less accepting would have been more interesting and it would have explained why he was so like take her to the fanciest restaurant so wanting to allow her to be public with what she wanted 
because he was so instantaneously like, this is the nicest restaurant, take her there at the early aughts. And that would have been a little like, mm, not so easy to do. So like it, it would have added more depth to it that I would have then understood better. So that's my defense of why that should have been the plot line or <laughs> portion of the plot line. So. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I, yeah. I don't and know. It wouldn't I don't have taken away. I... No. In your opinion. In my opinion, Maybe it wouldn't not. have taken anything away. Because you could have just written Roger as being her father. He's back visiting his hometown or his the town that he lived in. His daughter's now old enough that she's not there. We don't learn anything about her. They reconnect. And then it further explains the ending scene with all of them getting together. Because then uh, Beto would have been able to reach out to Greg. And Greg would have been like, oh yeah, let me talk to Orlando and his partner. Because I think they lived in the house before us. And that explains why Anna is there. It would have rounded that out better instead of being like this weird, like, I just searched these people out because it was a pandemic and we all agreed to get together and like get to know each other as strangers. Creating that fall through line would have solidified that ending better for me. And less of like a cop out throwaway ending. In my opinion. Hmm. Even though we're not to ending yet. But... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's all okay when Amber goes off the rails. No, I'm trying not to. I get yelled at. (laughs) I'm trying not to. And you guys just aren't ballsy enough to yell at me to tell me to stop. (laughs) No, it's I can't remember what the different categories are. So (laughs) Um, but anyways, back to secondary characters. Back to secondary Um, characters. Well done. I mean, Catalina was definitely my favorite. Probably just character in general. I mean, she was cool. Catalina being, of course the aunt of greg um in case y'all didn't remember her i didn't name. remember but yeah um i liked her I she's uh, muted myself oh i think I was thinking amberly was being uncharacteristically quiet there no um, i was saying that she was the character i liked the most too she was the most yeah. interesting i think her and then tiago yeah i just yeah her like whole doesn't want to get married does not want to get kids i was like yeah and it wasn't right. because she was like secretly gay she just didn't want those things yeah and i, I loved like, that normal um but also the fact that she was like i don't like kids but you know when they can take care of themselves and no, stuff, it's not bad. okay it's like yeah you know what if i ever had to have kids i would also want them to be like pre-existing independent creatures that like only require minimal maintenance (laughs) financial substance to like continue to survive don't burn anything down don't hurt anyone just do your thing um allow me to order enough food for two people and not feel like a weirdo about it (laughs) all the benefits (laughs) so yeah i i did like her um a lot and Yeah, like again, Beto's storyline. Laura, Laura, his sister, and his mom. Oh, you want to know what I thought her sub story was? Because I wrote sub stories for every single one of these characters. <laughs> I thought she was doing online porn to make all of her money. 
he kept talking about how she had all of this extra money and he couldn't figure out where she was getting it from. And I'm like, well, she, obviously she's doing online OnlyFans. And all, she yeah. was OnlyFans yeah. in it yeah. up in the in the pandemic. She wouldn't exactly. have been the only person. Exactly. I'm like there was so much, there could have been so much depth to all three of these stories. And it was just, it was like glass water. It was, it was just, nothing was happening. And then, you know, you're like underneath, there's all these feet probably churning away, churning away. And it's like, could you tell us what's happening underneath? I want to know what's happening underneath. So yes, yeah, I, I, I realize but, I had sub stories for all of these characters. It is kind of weird that it does seem like these things were set up. It's like, we're did he want to go in those directions and just couldn't because of space constraints or like editors wanted him to cut parts out so he just shaved out like the extra or did bits? he write it does seem like three were... stories that are actually full stories but he made it into this other story because well and we can get into that on another subject because yeah this whole i, I know what the house what the... tell the story it's the house it's a fucking house like and then like oh it's not the limitation of the house necessarily oh oh you're gonna have a scream at you but it is because okay if his sister was doing OnlyFans inside the house the house would know and the house would report on it so it's not like except except for the fact that conveniently every once in a while the house would be like i think this is what is happening but i don't know because i'm just a house i think this was their emotions this is their emotions, but I'm not sure because I'm just a house. So what subject it's is this? Literally... Let's just jump to this subject. Let's just talk about this fucking house. No, okay. Let's let's rate secondary characters because the next one's plausibility so we can then fucking get into the house. Uh, so, Sarah, what is your rating chart. for characters? Um... Your rating is chart. <laughs> Damn it, it zoomed back out. Um... Mine's a four. I would give it a 7.5. Okay. Kim? Solid six. You guys are being so nice with this. I no, I'm, I'm looking like at the this thing. Book do I moderately. want to revisit it? No, I do not no, want no, to revisit no. it. Was it cohesive? Yeah, all of these secondary characters were cohesive. Could there have been more? Yes. Had there been more, I would have been to the yes side of revisit this story. There okay. wasn't more, so I'm to the it's no. Like side I enjoyed this a lot more than Lady Zona, so of course I'm going to rate it higher. Applause, <laughs> a fucking ability. God, you're yelling a lot today. I am sorry. I was I was socializing for four hours, so like she yelled during Lady Zona too. <laughs> I did. I <laughs> go and start yelling again. <laughs> I'm going to start us off with plausibility. That house was so fucking unplausible. Like, it knew things. It didn't know things. It assumed things. Like, it's just like, oh, don't even get me started on the, I'm a house. I see everything that happens to me. Oh, Anna's leaving. And now magically I can talk about the street in front of the house because it's my portion of the street. But like if they go, it has fucking windows that it can see through. Obviously, (laughs) why? (laughs) I know their emotions, but I don't understand human emotions. So if they're not extreme emotions, I don't understand. But Anna looks sad, so she's sad. Let me tell you that Anna is sad, but like it's not an extreme sad. It's just kind of like a sad, sad. But like, 
I know like the scene that, knowing mission. That, I love the scene where the the daughter and father were laying in the middle of the house, laying in the middle of the living room. However, it was kind of it gave me the impression that it was a very small house, but then it talked about how large of a living room it was. So I was a little confused yeah. on that part. But that has nothing to do with plausibility. I'm with Amber yeah. on this one. This this the house is the narrator. I I get that it, it was a writing device, and I understand the writing device. Um, I have even seen that writing device used before and executed beautifully. I can't remember what the book is, but executed beautifully. This was atrociously executed. Sorry. Go ahead, Kim. As I said, I understand this as a writing device. I've written this way before um, when I was in my teenage years, not, and it was an assignment, but I enjoyed doing it, taking an inanimate object and personifying it. It's an enjoyable write that doesn't make it an enjoyable read because you start falling into, but how, but how, but how. Um, so that's and my, them my all magically, oh, And them all magically getting gathered together there at the end so that we can get their happy endings with actually be, oh, being shown their happy endings. Ah! It does not feel not plausible. Be nice on this one. <laughs> She's going to interrupt no, and not. talk over. And... <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying Sorry. not to. I'm really actively trying not to. Um, so is Sarah going to talk now or is she just going to? Go ahead, Sarah. What is it in your hand? USB stick. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I mean, I understood that the house was not actually supposed to be a living entity. Um, and so I, I didn't really ascribe physical or biological limitations on it i just accepted it as the lens through which we experience the story um i didn't really care that we were limited to only seeing what was happening inside the house or directly in front of the house which was probably still on the property line or close enough for the house sidewalks are not property lines of close enough for the house to receive it as my sentence or just look through it when it's windows (laughs) um i am rolling my eyes internally (laughs) so sure um i didn't mind it in fact, in some ways, I was glad that we didn't have to go and see some of the stuff that was happening in the background because I just didn't feel like going on those adventures. Um, oh, fuck me. My brain just ended the train of thought. Um, <laughs> damn, it's like I hit a wall. But, but, but. But there was more that I had to say. Was there something you did have an issue with? Fuck. I I feel like I do agree that the ending, like, I did not. Oh, that's more mechanics. Um, But even so, with the ending, the Keanu chapter, it felt too neat, too perfect, too nice, everything. I have a question, because this kind of came up with me in my brain. And it's come up elsewhere. Now, our response to the pandemic was a little bit different. 
we all, it, meaning in our house, we all remained employed. Um, and we all, you know, kind of continued what we were doing. I started working from home. Mike started working from home. Allie and Martin continued to go to work because they were in jobs that required that. And Amber wasn't really going anywhere. I was in at school. Point. Yeah, yeah, you were in school. And I was already taking my classes online. But this thing that, why could he not go do photographs? They, did, did people get like confined where they could not leave their houses? I mean, I think, I don't know about Brazil though, especially because they mentioned that like, it seemed like they were talking about how the government was never going to have it end. It seemed like it wasn't as strict, but then I think there were places where there were pretty severe lockdowns, but I just don't remember that for Brazil. I had a coworker tell me that when he first went on into lockdown, when we were sent home, because we didn't, we were sent home from work and we worked from home. And he was like, he would go take a walk in his neighborhood and he would get glared at by the neighbors. And I'm just like, I don't understand if you're not, if you weren't directly socially interacting with something, someone, why are you not able to go out? And I, th I thought everyone was going out and enjoying the great outdoors, which was part of. I what... think that was a little later on, though, because I feel like this was, was what. It? I just I couldn't figure out why was... his photography had to stop because he so... was in the pandemic. I'm looking up news articles in terms of Brazil and the pandemic, and I'm looking at articles that are from 2020. And Sao Paulo, so that's the city, as of April 2020, was posting, and this is the... I mean, it's not the city human... that in, but it was a close one. No, but yeah. It, so this is the Human Rights Watch who posted this article for people to have reference, you know, sourcing and stuff. Um, and it's talking about the fact that the president of Brazil at that time was encouraging Brazilians to not comply with social distancing and other measures to slow the spread of COVID-19 from state governments and his own health ministry. Um he was also he also acted recklessly by disseminating misleading information about the pandemic. He yeah, I, I remember so, that that Brazil was they were taking the line that everybody needs to catch it so that yeah. we get herd Im immunity. Again, so, but again, my thing was why was he stuck in I mean yeah. this was daily playing games and never never leaving the goddamn. I mean, house. maybe the I mean great to could have pointed out then if that was the case, but maybe it was because his mom, who was a psychiatrist, I think, but like kind yeah. of, you know, health adjacent yeah. field. She's a doctor, probably a medical yeah. doctorate. So she might have been more strict Ex about it. Except that at the same time, when they all decide to dye their hair, the sister just goes out and dyes the hair. Like goes, goes and buys the dye. But Which she I did think he did mask mention up and all that, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So I think maybe like he's thinking if he wants to go out and take pictures, he's expected to like mask up and, you know, take off the clothes when he comes back inside. And yeah, because they, they did say okay, the mom so was pretty extreme with measures like that. What this kind of, and it goes into plausibility and, and into the writing, maybe mechanics, maybe. It felt like his photography was a means to bring everybody together. And, and it yeah. wasn't actually intrinsic to his character because yeah yeah i it, it just uh, felt a little weird to me um no he was most definitely like the flattest of the characters sorry yeah. go ahead <laughs> i mean oh, no, i, I didn't have anything else to say i was just saying oh i okay. hadn't really thought of it that way like it didn't yeah that's not how it felt to me i mean i will agree that his story was like the weakest um and 
there wasn't a whole lot going on there but i mean like yeah he was the photography character i didn't really think of it as photography being an excuse for bringing everyone together but it was that's the thing is because it was his picture of the I mean, window to you, that not to no me. it literally no it literally says it he posted the picture of the window and Greg reached out no, to him okay. because he she, recognized she the window. She doesn't mean that, that, that didn't oh. happen. She means that it's your in, your perception that it was used as a device. I'm okay. coming at yeah. it from a writing point of view. You don't put something in a story that means nothing. Um, and so it, him being a photographer, especially when he didn't really act as a photographer, felt like a device by the writer. But anyway, that's mechanics. I apologize. I went out of the scope again. So mm -hmm. bad. But it's possibility. That's not really possibility. It's more mechanics. But anyway. So back to plausibility back of to the ending. And I was saying it did feel too neat, a little too perfect. Um, again, I guess if you are looking for something where it's just all happy endings, then it's all well and good. But... I will admit to being a bit dissatisfied in that um, aspect and being like, hmm, it, it feels a little, not hokey, but, you know, contrived. That's I could have done without that last chapter. I actually Me probably too. would have been happier without that chapter. I don't, yeah, I, this is the ending, I guess, that we're kind of discussing, but I wanted we'll that there. element of, yeah. like, yeah. mystery as to what happened. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anything else with plausibility? No? Okay. So, Kim, what do you rate plausibility? I am going with a one and a half. Okay. And it, it be, because while I was reading it, it did hurt me. It was physically yeah. painful to read this book for me, but I didn't want to, you know, it, I, 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 did, I couldn't say it really could not get worse. So I couldn't go with just a one, but I couldn't go with a two either. So, yeah, one and a half. Sarah. Five. Five? Okay. I give it a solid one on this. <laughs> she would. Just, just one. Okay, now the ending. God, Amber. Do you want really, to stop you, yelling? <laughs> sorry. The ending. Thank you. Can I can I go? I'm sorry, I keep shifting it. I don't have it on a stand anymore, so like it. I talk with my hands. It moves. So I get louder and quieter. Uh -huh. um, well, I got to get a new mic with a stand. Can I go first on the ending? Please, dear Lord. No. Okay, fine, Sarah. You better give me a very <laughs> solid, like, examination of the ending if you're going to go before me. Yeah, I thought it was fine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I simmered across the top of this book. Like, I, I was like, fine, I am reading it. I don't love it. The house drives me nuts, but I'm getting through it. And then we get to that last chapter, and it goes, I'm Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Not the actor, but the dog. The oldest dog I, in the history of mankind. <laughs> yes. And I went, you have Sorry. got to be fucking kidding me. You have spent over 300 pages. And you told us you're going to be a 300 page that's just about telling, not about showing. Literally, it's a it quote. It could have been there. 13 or 15, the dog. 
It was only a 10 year difference. Really? That's your takeaway from that? That it was a puppy in the beginning. <laughs> but it wasn't because it was already in. Ah, okay. Yeah, it was probably a couple years old in 2010, then 2020, which is 10 years later. It And it's a small dog, so those yappers can live a long time. They can. Okay, I, I, I was joking. I was trying to antagonize. And I was just responding to Kim's jest. So please, Amberly, feel free to continue. <laughs> Either way, you spent... As an author, a choice to actively write over 300 pages. To make a comment about the fact that you were a 300-page book without a key villain, because, you know, sometimes books can have no villain. I think the house was the fucking villain. And from the perspective of the house, which is supposed to give us distance and allow us to see everything. And then you get to the final pinnacle. I must tell you how everything ends. But the house can't possibly do that. So for this chapter, we're going to be in the goddamn dog's mind. Did we start with a chapter from the goddamn dog's mind? No. Could we have bookended this to be a story within a story? Yes. Would I maybe have tolerated it better if, like, the dog was like, one time I knew this house. Yeah! We wouldn't have gotten any story, though. The dog wasn't alive in 2000. Except for the fact that the dog could have introduced the house, and then it could have flipped back to Anna. Hmm. That would have been, been a present. To me. It's still mechanic ending wise. It would have made more fucking sense than just randomly going, ah, for this chapter, I gotta step into the fucking dog's head in order for you to know things. Because the house that can see the sidewalk in front can't possibly know the emotional reactions of this group of people who used to live in it, stepping in front of them and taking pictures and having a discussion. So we gotta fucking go to the dog's point of view because, like, that's easier and, you know, the mechanics that, that was, I've already set up don't Scott, work. breathe! Ah! That was my question. They went back to the house for a photograph, right? The entire conversation so did, takes place in front of the house. Why couldn't the house have told us how they all ended up, or that they all ended up together? Why did it have to go to the point of view of the dog? Um, yeah, it, it didn't make any sense. I don't know. I, I, the hell off. Again, it didn't really register to me as being weird. Um, because it was an epilogue chapter and sometimes those kind of change perspective not all the time but sometimes um i hate it when it does that well that's cool but nevertheless <laughs> it didn't strike me as weird because i've seen it before just obviously not from like a dog but <laughs> i hated it from a house equal. it's not like i was surprised I i hated it in equal measure when we got to the end of the entire series of Court of Thorns and Roses, and suddenly we have a chapter from Resand. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. You are in the third book. You really could not give this from Pharaoh's point of view. I hated it then. I hate it even more now that it is a dog in the house. She's going to start throwing shit at the computer. and We're not doing anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Keep throwing that's, my mic away. And that's cool. I noticed. Cool. So let's are, cover uh, the end. Are we on Unless the end section? I don't know. This has been, a, what this has been a shambles ending. of a ending, yeah. Ending, okay. But yeah, I mean, like I mentioned this before, briefly, in whatever one we were just doing, but um, I would have liked to preserve the mystery of what happened to each of the characters. 
Um, I felt like you got nice little hints, like when they mentioned how, oh, Leticia, Leticia wanted to be an Olympic volleyball player. Cool. What else And then later on they reference, oh yeah, there was this Olympic um player who came from this town. So you kind of know, but it's never no. explicitly stated when. It said her wife. Her wife. Not the first time she's mentioned. Okay. They just well, said I could have there known was without an Olympic them knowing athlete they were from the town. Um and then yeah, so the first time she was mentioned, because I remember going, oh, I wonder if they're also going to say that she got married at some point to, um, or if they, you know, continued their relationship, because it was still a mystery the first time it was referenced. Um, even if it just mentioned her wife without saying that it was Anna, that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't need everything to be tied off with a neat little bow. I was glad that we don't know, although it's because it's pretty much hit present day at that point but like we don't know what's going to happen with Beto and um Nico uh I didn't care well nevertheless for people who are reading this and perhaps enjoying it more and maybe were invested in their storylines um I prefer just having you enjoyed it more than I did you were more invested than I like them not knowing yes, that thing happening in their relationship you're totally chill with that it didn't you know you felt it was well developed and like good to go and like you were satisfied with them or was he just a character there what Beto and Nico their whole dynamic was it like the I guess favorite actually... thing or was it bland for them um I liked the fact that it did not work out well when he first, like, confessed. Um, And then they talked a little bit more. Yeah, I don't know. Um... (laughs) Because, okay, so, like, when they have these kind of storylines, especially in, like, uh, fanfic, if a character gets slighted or whatever, and then they kind of have a falling out, I just prefer for it to... I'm a very spiteful person, so I prefer for the person who gets slighted to just ice out the other person indefinitely and, like, never talk to them again. Um, but typically that doesn't happen because they want to have a happy ending. So, like, the fact that they then talked it out and kind of explained what went on. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's all right. Um, so, as someone who grew up from the early aughts to now with significant friendships online, that is not how it fucking happens. You just cut off. You cut each other off. You regularly cut each off. You hate each other. Everyone knows that you guys can't stand to be in conversations with each other or to be referenced, and it becomes an ice out situation. It isn't something where you turn around and you come back and be like, oh, yeah, you know, I thought this was how you were feeling, and this is how I feel, and I'm sorry I misunderstood, and oh, man, it sounds like that's a really tragic thing that's happening in your life, and like, we can be friends again. No, you're like, really? Really? That's what's fucking going on? How do I know you're not just trying to trick me? Um, like, that's just, it, it wasn't, it wasn't realistic. It, it wasn't and I am one of those people who like 
I have had some weird friendships online that I am pretty forgiving about, but like what happened there? No, that's not. No, that is not what happens. That is, that was not reasonable. That was not realistic. It was pointless. Anyways, go ahead. Amber um, has big feelings about this story. I do. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know that that would be universal for everyone, but I don't, that's um, what I was thinking too. But <laughs> most people I know, that's how they handled those situations. But I did like that it was not like all neatly tied up in a bow. Like, oh, they're gonna move, and actually, I don't even know where Nico lived. If it was Sao Paulo or not, but um, I think it was. And even at the very end, with Keanu, our beloved narrator of a chapter, just—it's <laughs> not like we find out that you know, Beto and Nico work things out and they're you know together or trying an online relationship or anything like that. That one's just kind of left up to I don't know interpretation or just kind of left in the air and i just wish it was like that for all of them a little bit okay so yes if we just remove the keanu chapter that there would be, would be nice. happier i'm I think I say, happier too i was happy though to like learn that greg had stayed with the aunt so i would have wanted that to be still explained like in his final chapter because um, mm -hmm. I would have wanted to know that reading the book and I would have been mad if I never knew for sure. But like, that's the only thing from the Keanu chapter that I was glad to get that confirmation of. Okay. Kim, any thoughts on the ending? You're, you're, you're the person who's usually most critical about endings. Because they don't fucking uh, end. Well, I was going to say, does, does this does satisfy this your requirement? You know I, I, I hadn't thought about this. Because that's weird. This is well. This is a this is a different kind of story, and I keep looking at this from a writer's perspective rather than a reader's perspective. Um, I I yeah. Um, it, you know what? I honestly don't really remember the final chapter <laughs> um i don't i'm thinking about it and i i don't really know how everybody ended up and i don't really care um not meaning i i don't like their stories which i've kind of said i don't but I, I really don't like the way the story was written more than i don't like the stories because i like the characters they were fine but they these were just a moment in their lives and we've been given an insight into this moment in their lives so i'm i'm more along the lines of sarah that that chapter didn't need to happen um and i could have happily just gone okay you know they either learned from these relationships which is what all early relationships are is a learning process so that when you do meet the person that you do end up with it if you do meet somebody that you end up with You've learned from previous relationships what's going to work for you and what's not going to work for you. Um, so I would have been happier with more of that kind of a story rather than um, a neat bow to tie it all up. I, did, I didn't need a pretty ending on this one at all. So I'm, I don't hate the ending. 
However, it's not going to get a good number from me. So, because I, I, what's I don't that like number? Answer. That number's four. Yeah, that's a nicer number than I thought you were going to give. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You find this ending better than Foxglove, Wild Blood, Lucha, and the Darkness Outside Us. Okay. I don't compare from one book to the next. Okay. I went onto this little chart thing and it says, was your net reaction to this thing negative? No, I didn't. I wasn't negatively responding to what happened. Do I think it could have been done better? Yes. So if I go straight down okay. from no on the negative reaction, that is a number four. I don't remember okay. what number I gave to other books. Fuck, I barely remember those books. <laughs> okay. Sarah. Sorry. Um, I am torn because I feel like if I score it the way I was thinking, it's awfully close to Kim's score. And I feel like I, I don't want to say liked, but at least appreciated the ending more. So I'm confused as to how to continue. Um, you go with you. Whatever you do, you, you boo. <laughs> I don't I know what's say me. That, that I didn't. I give um, it a one. Yeah, that's what? cool. We're all surprised. I know. For sure, it was going to get a ten. Must have been that library science quip. Um, <laughs> it didn't give. I it would give it more. A five point five. Okay. <sighs> What's next? I'm tired from this one. Mechanics. Do we the have any other begun. mechanics? Do we have any other mechanics that we need to cover, or have we thoroughly discussed mechanics? The only thing I'll say about mechanics is I think this was written as a writing exercise. Yet it was published as a book. I know, I know. I, I think it was written as a writing exercise and somebody along the way said, hey, this is really cool. Let's publish this from the point of view of the the house. And I yeah, I, I think that was a very poor choice. That's as much as I'll say about mechanics. Sarah? Uh -oh, Amber's Garrett right winding up. Are we discussing mechanics more? Uh, do you have anything you want to add to mechanics? I mean, I will say that having the house as the perspective didn't really bother me. Um, and it made it a little bit more interesting than just every other, you know, YA novel. Um, did I say more interesting? Just like a little bit more different more different is that grammatically correct i don't fucking know um it gave it something that's a little bit extra i suppose to distinguish it from other stories i do think that it could have delved a lot deeper into each character rather than just doing surface level um but i don't think that it was ineffective like it i mentioned before i do feel that you do see character development and this is a character driven story Obviously not plot driven. Um, is it character driven? 
Sorry. Well, I mean, it's that was the intrusive thought coming out. Them. I mean, you know, not to you, I suppose, but for me, it felt that way. Um, okay. Yeah, I, it worked fine for me. Okay. Mechanically speaking, I absolutely despised this book. The structuring. Oh, my dear. I'm so surprised. Was That's atrocious. Crazy. There were rules put what into place. What was atrocious? Place. The structuring of the mechanics. Okay. Like the structuring of the story is atrocious. The rules that were put into place as to how the house functioned were broke constantly and inconsistently that it was not easy to know what the house was. It was so much telling telling us what's happening in the conversations telling us who is feeling this way we weren't being shown we weren't being given physical cues to tell us what they're feeling it by their behaviors and discussions but no that's the thing is there wasn't a lot of showing of behaviors we were told what the house perceived to be the behavior we weren't shown how they interact with the other people in the fucking house that's the thing. We aren't. There weren't descriptions giving us, like, we aren't told that Anna's brow furrowed or, you know, that she stomped out of the room or she threw anything. It was they would talk and the house would say, and Anna was upset about this. We got some of that. She, she Not a lot. It, uh, Beto left the room. He didn't want to be in the room with his sister, that sort of thing. I mean, but we got some lot. of it. Not a lot. I'll, 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 I'll give you not a lot. Um, so it, it wasn't like mechanics aren't great on it. And then I, I hate, I hate with an ever loving passion when an author feels a need to make comments about their own writing choices. I hate it. That is poor writing. If you can recognize the fallacy in your writing and you feel the need to be like, I'm aware that I'm doing this and I'm just doing it because I want to bitch. No. Hark. No, I hate that. That just tells me that you're being lazy about your writing. You're going, this is this kind of story and I know it. And like, you just got to suck it up because this is what I'm doing. I, I, I hate argue, that. There, I don't, I, I, I'm going to argue that it, to say that it's being lazy writing is, I think their perception is that it's clever. Um, and again, that's yeah, their perception. I, I don't think it's clever. I think it, it's something we've seen recently in books that we've read. I can't remember which one. Don't ask me. Um, where the 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 book begins to navel navel gaze at itself or break the fourth wall, however you want to phrase yeah. it. Um, I don't like that tendency, but go ahead. Yes, Sarah, you didn't read this one, but um, that one book that did it, the uh, Tell Me I'm Worthless. I hated that. I know so... I didn't like that either, but that's what I thought. It was like first, like you get that little paragraph, like this is a book about fascism. It's like. Glad you pointed that out. Um. <laughs> but but so to say it's lazy, I think is unfair. I don't think it's lazy. I think I. Think it's telling it's... your reader, I think you're dumb, and I'm going to recognize what I'm doing, and I'm not going to no, creatively try I, to avoid. I think doing you're getting defensive I... over something that it's not what it's intending. Not if, the book... I, I don't think defense. I think you're getting aggressive about something that it's not intending. I think well, it's no, she's seeing like this, like nod. condescending. In intent yeah. of the author and it's not it's just like Am- like it's, kimberly said it's like trying to be clever or trying to be like a wink and a nod i see you you see me we're breaking this wall um yeah i no, don't like I it. Hate it 
I didn't hate like it. Supernatural used to break the fourth wall all the time. I didn't like those episodes. I don't, I, I think the audience should remain the audience. Um, and the perspective should remain the perspective. So that, that, but if that's, you're not Harley Quinn or Daredevil or, uh, not Daredevil, Deadpool? uh, Deadpool. Deadpool, it's not working for you. Those are the only times that I've ever seen it effectively worked in a way that I enjoyed it. But there's a level of insanity there that makes you in on the joke because they're both slightly mentally unstable. Um, but anyways. For mechanics, that is my feelings about it. I hate the mechanics of this book. So what it made it really give it? A one. What? It could not get worse. It, it could, could not, not get worse. I gave it a two. Okay. Sarah? you, Sarah? Uh, six. Amberly. <laughs> I saw that. You did not keep your eye roll into your brain. <laughs> I did not. That's because I was actively controlling making a comment. <laughs> Predictability. I like what I want to like, and you can like what you want to like. That's oh, I know, but you very regularly snark about when I like something, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Things you like well, annoy me so like. <laughs> oh, this is you what said it not me. Not be part of these conversations. <laughs> There's a reason why I was not doing this at the beginning. Predictability. <sighs> I found it too predictable, and not in a pleasant way. That's my my full stop. I have nothing else to add to predictability. My add to predictability is I didn't give a flying fuck, so it it there was no engagement as to whether. Except for those little moments where I thought maybe, you know, one of the side characters was, you know, doing OnlyFans or, um, you know, should have been sneaking out to taking photographs. And, you know, they're, they're, I wanted different things. So Sarah has disengaged. I'm listening. Kimberly wanted predictability? different things. Predictability? Did you say, yeah. did you say Amberly wanted different no. things? I said Kimberly. Oh, okay. I don't know why I said Kimberly instead of... for, You've done it twice now. It's been a little weird. It's been a little weird. And the... <laughs> but it's That's all right. Weird. I don't I even... It's weird. I didn't even realize it, but every time I said it, like there was this like internal like that doesn't seem right. And yet I didn't recognize what was going on until <laughs> I think because I did almost that. call you Amberly at one point. And then Probably. I corrected it to Kim early, and then my brain was just like, okay, that's that's the name now. We're gonna go with that now. <laughs> Uh, predictability. I don't really know. Um, because I mean, like, yeah, it all moved in a direction that was expected, but at the same time, I I just I didn't have strong feelings about it in like a negative way or a positive way. So you were soundly neutral on predictability. Pretty much, I think. Okay. So what's your rating for it? I mean, if it's soundly neutral, I guess it has to be five. I thought four was soundly neutral based on the chart. Is it? No, 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 well, no. Because you have to go yes or no in the first question. Was your reaction to this thing positive? Uh, so you had to go yes uh, or no. Yeah, I guess so in this case I wasn't no, looking at the chart. No I was just looking at the numbers. Here. Yeah. Okay. There's no middle line. Okay. Here. I'll give it a five then for you. And so that I makes just mine up, yeah, I think what I would agree with. Okay. Mine goes to a four because my overall reaction was was not positive. So I went five and then just kind of, or not five, but went no and then dropped from there. 
I think mine was more positive than not positive. So yeah, that's why I'm going to stick with a five. And mine is a two. Probably a one. Oh no, only because I generous. feel like the predictability could have been a little bit more heavy-handed, and so it could have been worse. That's the only reason why it's getting a two. Is I do think that predictability could have been worse. <laughs> I will give it that. <laughs> okay, now emotional reaction. I just I'm gonna just put a one. We all know it's a one. We know I'm gonna give it a one. I don't need to. (laughs) I don't need to like. Please, we don't need to to rant again. So go ahead, guys. Explain your emotional reactions and what you want to rate. Rate it. I've already done mine. I had zero emotional reaction to this whatsoever. So. No, no, my number is not zero. My number is three. I had no emotional reaction. It wasn't negative. It wasn't positive. It was zero. But okay, my number so this, is three. Okay, that's you, you said we Sorry, all know what my confusing. emotional reaction was. It was zero. And I'm like, you really, really rating this as zero? No. Okay. Sarah. I'm kind of embarrassed about this, but I have to give it like a seven. Why are you embarrassed about it? Okay. That I had an emotional reaction to it. I mean, I do have emotional reactions to commercials, though. So, like, I, it happens easily sometimes. <laughs> happens to all of us. I'm, I, that was the most murder bot thing you have ever said. <laughs> that I, I have just... emotional reactions to commercials. <laughs> No, the whole I am embarrassed to say I had an emotional reaction to this, but I have emotional reactions to commercials. So like (laughs) that was like that seemed like something Murderbot would say, like, oh man, these people were standing there and I have this reaction to them and that seems unreal. Like, you know, occasionally I watch a commercial that's similar to this and therefore I'm valid in having feelings. (laughs) Oh, too funny. Okay, next is readability. I have to give it a zero. Well, I couldn't read it all, huh? Just it... totally incomprehensible. Didn't retain a single bit of information. If I had not had to read this for a podcast, the moment it made the first joke, I'm a house. Full stop. It was God, not I readable for me. A lot of books too. It's a shame I haven't been able to. Fucking I. No, no, no. I. Oh God, Harrow. I read through it because I knew I had to, and I knew what you would respond with. And I'm pretty sure if I go back, you gave Nona a zero for readability. So, Harrow. This, Harrow. Harrow. Just to be clear, Harrow. This the first use is, of you. This is my Harrow. I mean, God, you're lucky it was only like 300 and something pages and a pretty decently sized font and not fucking dense as shit with meaningless observations and descriptions. (sighs) Really? Meaningless observations weren't there? Apparently not. It was all just dialogue. Didn't have any sort of showing, just telling. And observations. The house was making fucking oh observations, God. left, right, got, and center, and then going, "Oh, but out. I'm we a house." No, no. 
My number Zero. on this is five. I don't. It's readable. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Sarah, what's your readability? I would give it a seven. Okay. And then style. Oh, Christ. Please, Kim, uh, are we talking or are we just giving numbers? No, no, I, I need Kim to explain why she just said, oh, Christ. For those who can't see her, she just, like, flopped her hands in defeat. <laughs> okay, this gets back into writing choices and, you know, that sort of fucking shit. And this is a choice. Um... I didn't like the style. I, I, if the author has a voice, I would have to read the other book that the author wrote to find out if, if the author, if the voice that I was hearing in this book was distinctive to the author. Um, I didn't like the voice that to me translated to how the house talked. Um, I already expressed how much I just, I don't think that was really house. present in his other book. I don't have you read his other book. Yeah. Oh, did you like it? Um, I enjoyed really it. Curious. I didn't think it was like amazing or stand out. I wouldn't it would be would hard for me to remember. Okay. Uh like exactly what happened, but it seemed fine. It was there wasn't a talking house. It was just told from the perspective of I believe only one character. Right, but it's it's not it's not the talking house thing that is but like that sarcastic like joking yeah, tone like i didn't talk. i don't yeah. believe that was present in that book i could be wrong because it's been a while but okay. um so the author made a choice to have the, this this character because the house is a character whether we want to pull it out of being a character to be a little spunky and 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 yeah i wish spunky well i think he was trying to make it spunky yes it may yes, not have came off that. that way but that's I'll, what he I'll was kind of in what is amberly yeah. doing Oh, she's about ready to explode. I am rolling my urge to make comments. Painfully. Okay. Painfully. Um, oh, I am, for those who can't see me, I am biting my lip to hold back. You haven't done it this entire podcast. Why are you choosing now to be yeah, it seems weird. in control? Because you two are actively having a back and forth and discussion, and I didn't want to just like rage vomit all over your back and forth that's discussion. That's with every other conversation we had in this entire podcast. No, normally, normally one or the other is talking. It's not too often that the two of you are talking towards each other and like having a back and forth together. And I actually do actively try to hold back when I see to talk to each other. Are talking to each other. I regularly actually do that. This is just the only time that I've had to like physically hold in painful thoughts. Oh gosh, don't hurt yourself. Yeah, it looked like it hurt. Um, You're not bleeding on that lip yet, but keep fighting it. Um, But anyway, so yeah, I I, for style, right? We're doing style. Um, Yes. Yeah, I I didn't particularly care for it. which is where the oh christ came from as i realized i had to think about this writer as a writer again so that's where that that phrase came from go ahead whoever wants to speak besides me sarah no 
Oh, sorry. I was reading my review of here the whole time to remind myself. Oh, the other book. Okay. (laughs) Apparently it didn't have much depth and I didn't find it as emotionally engaging as other books in the genre, but it was a fine read. Um, Okay. So style for this book. uh, I mean, I feel like what we've already talked about with mechanics. um, I didn't really have a negative reaction to it but also it wasn't like amazing um it felt a little different or an attempt to be a little bit different i will say uh i did kind of enjoy having the different time periods mostly because they were ones that i've been alive during so it was just again you get kind of that nice little nostalgic boost each time um trying to remember those days um but overall there were definitely there was room for improvement um in certain areas obviously but yeah no no real strong feelings one way or another on style so Amberly, what what were your thoughts please enlighten us okay prepare yourself First, I have to defend this book because I don't don't have any aneurysm. Because I have to recognize where I have defended other books in the past, and that I have to recognize that this is a young adult book. Oh fuck! Oh, and I can't turn around. And from one young adult book, be like, this is reasonable and stuff because it's young adult and like it has a value there. Um, so this does have value for young adults. It does overall in terms of style seem to have an attempt at a positive style, a chance for people to like feel hopeful. Um do I think it has a strong, distinct style? No. I'm not going to remember who this author is. I am not likely to seek this author out again. And it honestly... Yeah, I don't think you would Kim, like his other book either. Oh, well, and then on top of it, as, as Kim has said, this doesn't feel like... It, it feels like it was an exercise that someone said turned into a book. Um... It doesn't feel like it has a like it has a style, but like I don't it's not distinct. It feels like something that I would expect someone to write at any point in their life because they want to play around with perspective. And it's not even successful at that, in my opinion. Um Again, I recognize that as my opinion, but I, I did have to recognize that if you were to hand this to a teen who hasn't seen something where it's the inanimate object guiding you through a situation, it would probably be fascinating. It would probably get them to want to try writing that themselves, hopefully in a belief that they could do it better. Is your microphone working or are you just silently no, using your hands like a she's, claw? She's, she's fallen into her own brain. Okay. I am laughing 
reacting to the look that Kim had on her face. But oh, like I missed that. <laughs> she looked at me like, really, Amberly, really, you just said that. You just said that. <laughs> yeah, you, you did. You, you just said that. <laughs> it's just like you were going so good. This is the entire look. You were doing so good. You were sounding somewhat positive. And you just we just had to dig. Just just mm-hmm. a little bit. That was completely the utterly. I don't even remember me. what you said because I got distracted again. To do it yeah. better, hopefully, do it better. <laughs> to do oh, it better, yeah. And so I was laughing because I knew what she had said. I knew you hadn't seen it, and so like I was trying to like contain Keep it weird laughter that would have no context for anyone listening. Yes. I'm not impressed with this style. I would give it a four. Sarah, what is your rating? You know, I actually forgot to mention, but I have. I read a lot of fanfic, so I keep referencing it. But I did read a fanfic that was told from the perspective of a house. And it was so good. It was so amazing. So I do have to agree, like, when you say it was this style is not distinct like i will not i cannot argue with you there it is not distinct um i would only suspect it was him if it mentions explicitly that the characters were in brazil and also if maybe one was like on the huskier side because sometimes he has those characters in his book and be like oh i wonder if it's that guy um in terms of rating for style i would eh, i would give it a 5 it's fine, okay. but there are parts that didn't work for me. Okay. Kim. I went with a four. Okay. All right. So that means that, Kim, your total for this was 39. So it tied with Lucha of the Night Forest. <laughs> with Fox Club King being your lowest rating after that. <laughs> Damn. I don't even remember discussing that. Well, I mean, I know we did, but I just don't remember how that discussion went. I don't either. Y- y'all didn't like it. Y'all yeah. did not like it. Uh, Sarah, you gave this a 61. So it is about solidly middle ground, but actually heading to the lower side for you. Since <laughs> most of right. the books... Most of the books you were at a 62 or higher. Um, there's only three other books that go below, four other books that go below 62. What are they? Uh, Lopezonia. Okay. Lucha of the yep. Night Forest. Yep. The Fox Club King. Yep. And the Daughter of Dr. Moreau. Yep, that, that does seem right. Yeah. This is my lowest ranked book. Oh, no, I'm shocked by that. No, no, no. I would like to be clear. My lowest before this was The Darkness Outside of Us. At 39 points. This Is Our Place comes in at a whole whopping 20. Thanks. I mean, I would say The Darkness Outside Us was a better book than this, so I very reluctantly can't find any fault with that. Very reluctantly agree. So now I gotta put in our totals. And Sarah's was 61. 
this is our third lowest rated book. With the Fox Club King being our lowest and Lucha of the Night Forest being the second lowest. And then this is our places, the third lowest. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Oh, this was painful. I, I do want to be clear. Like, I was trying very hard to be kind and or at least control. I don't, know that, I don't know that you were successful. You were not successful. Or that you were not successful. That much effort into it. But, you know, thank you for your service, I, did. I guess. I did. I did put in effort. I, I will say, just, um, her rants to me were much more aggressive. Well, she probably got it out of her system. Yeah. At least, you know, that's my job. Like, skim the top off, and then just we got the let's see here. The yep. more controlled I anger. Think, I think, let's see here. Let's Where did I lose what? it? I'm trying to, like, find the example of when I, like, just, just absolutely. Oh, no. Let's not go there. You talking about the text oh. message when you texted me? You don't have this, to. Do this. What are we doing no, next? No, no, no. By the way, just a second. I want to be clear that the moment like I lost it, the line that I keep referencing is when it says, "Jesus Christ, all these people are going to do is talk. Is anything going to happen?" I like that kind of book. Nicholas admits. I know you've recommended like, and then it says how many ever. Yep. Anyway, what are the we watching next, Sarah? The Watchers. Oh, the right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, being the made Watchers into a movie. Yes. And that is us heading into Europe. Although we're only doing one of our Europe books before we head into our Halloween picks, but we've got some wide array of Halloween picks coming out. Um, we have Pinata. We have This Gilded Abyss which we're going to need to make sure we get Sarah a copy of that one because um, it's not going to be at our library. And then we Let's have Camp... I, I would love it if it was at your library. I'd be highly impressed and happy. Why did it just recently come out? No, oh. back in June, it's independently published. Why did you make that face? I don't know that it's going to let me get in my library because... I am. Oh, no. Okay, good. I, when I use a VPN, sometimes I can't get past the capture pages. Um, and I can't turn off the VPN without probably losing the connection. So um, I guess I don't actually have to do this while talking to you. Yeah. But um. Anyways, our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Bookpile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcast. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can support us on bookshop.org. Our link is available via our social media. You can email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. I don't have it. <laughs> My library does not have this gilded abyss. Okay. The end.